to Avengers in ESL Podcast, a podcast for K-12 ESL teachers who want to learn strategies and tips for planning for their English language learners. I am Millie, and I will be your host on this ESL adventure. Welcome back to the My Adventures in ESL podcast. Over the past few weeks, I have been in school for about a month now, and I have learned so much with this new normal that we are in. Over the next couple of weeks, I am going to be sharing my struggles, how I've overcome those, what I'm doing, and all of that. So I'm really excited to be sharing that with you in the next coming weeks. Now, once again, welcome, and in today's episode, we are going to be talking about how you can set up systems for your beginning of the year checklist, and if you're a new teacher, you're probably thinking, what is a beginning of the year checklist? Well, it's everything that you need to do, usually the first few months of school, the first half of school, and really throughout the school year to make sure that you are in full compliance. So. As we jump into today's topic, I will want you to reflect on your wins for this school year. What are some things that you are excited to share? I know for me, one of the things that I've been struggling with is being patient. I know, I am a stickler. I do not like repeating myself 2.5 million times for (laughs) for people to do things. And so during this school year, I have found myself repeating the same thing over and over and over again. And that has been a struggle. But a win on the flip side is that I just realized that I need to repeat it 2.6 million times for them to get it. That's okay. Sometimes it just takes some time and being patient with them. So my win for the week for me is being patient, giving them time to think to reflect, and I want to hear your wins. So you can always email me at millie at myadventuresinesl.com to share your wins. There is so much we ESL teachers have to do at the beginning of the school year, on top of planning lessons for our students, on top of screening them, ensuring that they're transitioning well into the new school year, doing, uh, working on their schedules, making sure they're properly placed. I mean, we have a lot of responsibility at the beginning of the school year, and I'm just touching the surface of some of those responsibilities. Now, of course, one of those tasks at the beginning is preparing your paperwork and preparing to just make sure that you're in complete compliance with whatever federal and state laws you have around ESL teachers. Now, this can be an overwhelming task for a lot of ESL teachers. And it's also worth noting that it is really important that during this time of school year that you keep up, stay on top of all of that paperwork and all of that compliance. Now, juggling paperwork and preparing your lessons, making sure that your students are engaged, making sure that you're building relationships with your students, it can make you feel overwhelmed. It can make you feel anxious. You feel like sometimes that you're just drowning in everything. And me personally, that is a feeling that I do not ever want you to have. And it's a feeling that I don't like. I have been there 
and you know, and I want you to know that I received my fair share of email reminders about, hey, you know, you've missed the deadline or, hey, um, do you know this is coming up? And trust me, receiving those emails, it didn't make me feel good. It was not a good feeling for me. I knew went into the school year sometimes that I didn't have my folders organized. Uh, the team just wasn't clear on what they needed to do. And I was just drowning in paperwork that needed to be completed. I would never forget my first year teaching and I had no clue about how to organize my beginning of the year procedures, not a clue. I was overwhelmed, I was confused, and honestly, I just didn't know where I needed to start with everything. And good thing is, is that I've worked a few jobs previously where they were really big on compliance. One was the IRS. <laughs> so I knew a lot about being compliant. So once again, I reflected back on some of those strategies from those jobs that I worked that were big on compliance. And the first thing that popped in my mind was that they had structured systems in place to make sure that we were compliant, to make sure that we were organized, to um, make sure that there wasn't any confusion about what we needed to do. And that's when I realized, okay, you're not at the IRS or, or you're not working in a company that has this right now, but you still need to have a system for organizing your beginning of the year procedures, your checklists, your compliance. It's up to me at this point to put that system in place. I decided right then and there that I needed to change because like I said, I did not like receiving those emails. I did not like feeling overwhelmed. I did not like feeling anxious about it. I knew that I wanted to feel confident, I wanted to feel organized, and I wanted to feel calm about the beginning of the school year compliance. And I thought back on those previous jobs that I had and how I got organized for my tasks. I also thought about how they organized their tasks. And one of the ways that always has helped me is to create a streamlined checklist of everything that I needed to do for the school year. Or even in my previous job, just creating a checklist of, hey, this is everything that you need to do the week. It had deadlines attached to it, and I would prioritize it. I decided that I needed to do that same thing with my beginning of the school year checklist. Now, one of the online checklist tools that I use is Trillo. Once again, do not cut up this podcast off. It is not a commercial. Don't fast forward, please. <laughs> I know I listen to podcasts and, and I hear like, one of my favorite things that I use is this amazing body lotion. Like, no, don't fast forward on me. I'm telling you a genuine tool that I use that is free and Trillo is not paying me. Okay. <laughs> so I use this tool called Trillo and Trillo is an online the checklist, like a project management board that gets you organized. And this is how it allowed me to assign tasks. It has allowed me to keep track of my responsibilities. And it also allows me to communicate with my team. So you can get you an online version of Trillo. You can get you a checklist uh, paper. I honestly prefer that you do get something like an online checklist or online project management board because if you're within a team then your team can easily see that hey you're working on this task and i'm working on this task and if i'm done and i see that you're a little behind then i can jump in and help out 
So that's why I do recommend online tools such as Trillo. There are quite a few of them out there, uh, but definitely incorporate that into your beginning of the year checklist. You can set up a system that outlines your tasks for the school year. You can use these task manager boards such as Trillo to do that. And this helps you to get clear on your dates and your responsibilities for the school year. It will also prevent you from feeling overwhelmed and you can properly plan for the school year. Another great reason to use this tool is because sometimes you have a broad list of responsibilities. Your ESL office may say, hey, here is everything that you need to get done. And they just say, hey, this is what you need to get done. And we need it by this date. And you're like, okay, this is a lot to get done. Using those online task management boards helps you kind of organize it and prioritize it. Like, I love it. I wish I can show you how I do it. But I have like one that has like a list of everything that needs to be done. And it has all of the dates. So I prioritize it by date. And then I have another list on there that says in progress. And then I have another list that says completed. And then I share this list with everyone on my team so they are clear about what you need to be doing or what I'm doing. And I love using this tool. So definitely look into it. It's free. Even I need to I actually do an episode on how I'm going to use this tool with my ESL students. So look into those project management tools. Don't think project management and, and get turned off. It is really easy. It's like a drop and drag, click a button. I've done this and my team can see it. It's a great way to get organized with the school year. And I also want to recommend that you consider getting a binder. I have an ESL teacher binder that has everything that you need to get organized for the school year. In that binder, it includes checklists, accommodation forms, student lists, so much more. You can even edit it to fit your needs if you want to do that. I'll make sure to link that binder in the show notes so you can just simply click, purchase it, have it ready for the school year. Now, here are your next steps. I want you to think about this upcoming school year everything that you might have to do with your compliance. And your next steps are simple. Get organized. Get organized by using a task manager tool. Get organized by, if you just have to do it on a pen and paper and a planner. Once again, I recommend that task manager tool because it's just easier to move everything around. But get organized. Take out a calendar if you have to, just a pen and paper and a calendar and get everything that you're um, ESL office, your state wants you to do to stay in compliance and map it out on that calendar. That helps you come up with very clear steps of what you need to be doing to stay in compliance for the school year. Now, I would love to know how you are preparing for this upcoming school year with your compliance. You can share your strategies in our Facebook community, My Adventures in ESL. I would love to see you join the community. Once again, thank you for stopping by for today's episode. If you love this episode and any other episode, I want to encourage you to share it with other ESL teachers. Help me get this out to as many ESL teachers as we can. And also, one more thing. We are not we, I. <laughs> so it's just me so far, but I recently celebrated 
15,000 downloads. That is huge. That is huge. And it's because of you. Thank you for listening to this episode. It means the world to me. It means the world to other ESL teachers because the more people that listen, the more people that I can help to become amazing ESL teacher, fantastic ESL teacher, organized ESL teacher, less overwhelmed ESL teachers. So thank you. I cannot wait to share with you all the upcoming week, my struggles, how I overcame those struggles, how I'm working through some of those struggles. And once again, if you can join the community, My Adventures in ESL on Facebook. Thank you for stopping by and you have a fantastic week. Thank you for joining me this week on Adventures in ESL. Make sure to visit my website, myadventuresinesl.com for some freebies and special gifts. You can also subscribe to the show so you'll never miss an episode. While you're at it, if you found value in the show, I appreciate it if you provide a rating on iTunes so more ESL teachers can learn strategies and tips. Thank you so much for tuning in today and remember to stay positive and always have high expectations for your English language learners. See you soon.